Hello everybody, it is Rebecca Vexler here, the founder of Soul Cups, and we are up to episode seven of our Plastic Free July Sustainable Speaker Series. I'm super, super excited today. We will be joined with EcoStore. We will be joined by Bridget from the EcoStore team. I cannot wait to have this conversation because EcoStore are one of my all-time favorite brands. They focus on sustainable living, environmental friendly ingredients, packaging from a completely holistic perspective. So products that range from personal care, from home cleaning and everything in between, they revolutionized the world of sustainable and sugarcane uh, packaging so that it's completely recyclable and also revolutionized the ability for us as consumers to be able to purchase a really sustainable and environmentally friendly range of products for almost anywhere from your supermarkets from your pharmacies and, and everywhere in between um, i'm super excited to have bridget on i'm just going to wait for the eco store team to pop up pop up into the live but um, this one's really special because i actually met the eco store team originally in new zealand while we were doing trade shows for soul cups something obviously we have not done much of lately. So I'm a little bit nostalgic and it'll be really nice to chat to them today. Um, I'm gonna jump in and get EcoStore in here and then we can begin. Super excited to talk to Bridget this morning. She should pop in any second. There you are. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Yeah. I'm so good. How are you doing? Can you hear me okay? Is the connection all right? Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> Lovely oh, to be here. We're, yeah, we've got so, we've got a little bit of a delay. Are you are you all good on your end? Yeah, there's a little bit of a lag, but hopefully uh, it balances out soon. Um, so we'll see how we go. Otherwise, I'll I'm better at that, but we'll see. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk slowly. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, firstly, thank you so much for popping on. It's so nice to, to have you and to get to talk to you this morning. Um, are, you, are you in the Sydney team or are you in New Zealand? Yeah, so I'm actually in our Victoria team, but I'm based Melbourne in... Melbourne team, Victoria team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Team, but um, yeah, based in Sydney at the moment, so working remotely. So you're in lockdown like us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like you. Hopefully it ends soon. It's not looking good at the moment, is it? Crazy times. But um, no, it's super exciting. So, I mean, I was just sort of saying I originally met the, the team of EcoStore in New Zealand, in Auckland at the gift shows, which would have been maybe three, two, three years ago now. And that's sort of, I was already a fan of the brand. I already used EcoStore at home. I already knew you guys so well, but to build that relationship and, and work next to each other and sort of build that wonderful collaborative relationship is really beautiful. So for those of our viewers that don't know much about EcoStore, can you brief us a little bit, talk to us about the brand, how it started, why it exists and your mission? Yeah, sure. Um, so EcoStore is a sustainable home and personal care. Uh, we were founded almost 30 years ago now uh, in New Zealand. So by a couple, Mel and Mel, uh, they were 
living and working in an eco village, they had sort of a trailer um, and sort of way back when Mel and Mel were sort of out in their garden bed one day and they had noticed that part of the garden bed had started to die. And when Mel sort of went to trace what was causing the garden bed to die, he found that it was actually the runoff of his cleaning products from his trailer. And wow. at that moment he realized like, oh my God, there's no brands out there today that are making products that are safe for the environment. And that was really how EcoStore was born. So we're probably the first of our kind back then to create sort of sustainable products that were safe for the environment. Over time, we learned that they were actually really safe for you as well. So people kind of either didn't have eczema anymore or they didn't have asthma anymore. So uh, from that time, we've been sort of safer for the environment and safer for you. And uh, yeah, I guess from then we've grown exponentially. So we're in New Zealand, Australia now. I've got business in Japan, Hong Kong, Korea. Um, so I feel like we've really resonated uh, with people with these products and we continue to grow, which is awesome. Isn't that the coolest story though? Like I, I just think, cause like I personally knew the story. I've, I've like, you know, done, done the research and I just fell in love with the simplicity of the background like it's just so beautiful and it, it really resonates to to so many people and um i think that's why i love new zealand so much as well because it it comes with that mentality of choosing simple clean lifestyles everybody is quite um self-sufficient everybody has a little garden like you know i i am absolutely in love so um I really want to talk about the packaging. So there's so many things we can sort of go over with EcoStore, but let's start with the sugarcane packaging because this, I think, revolutionized the industry. I think you guys set a standard for what is acceptable. And, you know, you think about this industry, it's very single use. People buy the product, they throw it in the bin. Um, so talk us through a little bit more about the sugarcane and how it works and, and just the, the backstory. Yeah, I guess the, the reason we moved to sugarcane a long time ago, Mal kind of discovered that um, single use virgin plastic comes from fossil fuels. Um, so the process of extraction of that plastic puts carbon into the atmosphere. Um, and at that time, he thought it was so horrible. I guess everybody needs um, sort of everyday products for their household. So be it shampoo, conditioner, laundry liquid, dish liquid. Um, and it's really unfortunate that plastic is probably the most convenient and easiest way to give people these products today or yeah, still today. Um, so he did a bit of research and discovered at the time that sugar plastic existed and how that works is as sugarcane grows, um, it extracts carbon from the atmosphere, uh, which is a really nice thing. So it's probably the best type of plastic that you can get. Uh, mm -hmm. And then he made all of our products sort of transition into that plastic. So we're 100% sugar plastic. Um, I would say times have changed now a little bit. So probably over the last sort of two to three years, there's been a real movement toward recycled plastic. Um, and again, that's a fantastic thing to use because it creates sort of a closed loop system. So that plastic is not ending up in landfill. It can end up as another bottle. Um, so now we've kind of moved to a sort of a hybrid model where we're about 50% sugar plastic, which we still think is awesome and does the right things from the extraction process. Uh, but we're about now 50% recycled plastic just to make sure that we're, we're doing the right thing in both areas. And how does that work in terms of recycling? Like, is it quite literally make sure you put it into the recycling bin or do, do the do consumers need to clean the bottles? Is there anything sort of in terms of tips you can give us for yeah. that, to make sure it gets the best chance at, you know, going into the right place? Yeah, um, great question. So I, 
both sugar and recycled plastic can be recycled like any other plastic. Um, but we do have a crisis probably in Australia where about only 15% of plastic is recycled properly. Um, yeah. A lot of do with our systems, but also people aren't sorting necessarily recycling properly. So there's kind of, I would just encourage everyone just to make sure that you've sort of put your clean bottles into the recycling bin um, and that gives it the best chance to go back into that loop. Um, but there is still a lot of work to be done on recycling. So I would say there also let's look to other solutions that aren't just using single use bottles, but also um, maybe you could refill and reuse your bottles or maybe we could buy products without plastic altogether. So I think try um, avenues if you can. Absolutely. And I think that sort of leads us to asking about your product range. You, you have a, an aspect of your product range that is essentially packaging free, like you've got the soaps. Can you talk us through a little bit about the evolution of that and why that's so important to, to your brand and the evolution of the brand as well? Yeah, sure. Um, I guess for us, so plastic waste is just such a big problem and it requires multiple solutions. So from how we source our plastic that we just covered around recycled and sugar to um, maybe closing out or not uh, needing new plastic. So refill stations is a big one for us. So we've got over 100 of those in New Zealand uh, and we've just launched our third in Australia in Coles Fitzroy in Melbourne. Um, that's and that's so a fantastic way to, to reduce plastic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah. uh, as well, so when it comes to our products, so you mentioned, yeah. I'm sorry. You go. You go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. That that's a couple of ways. And then we've got yeah, as you mentioned, our soaps. And there's a lot of innovation coming. So I guess watch this space. But definitely, we're trying to take out plastic from our products where we can. So uh, toward the end of this year and early next, there might be a few more things coming from us. I think that's so special. And, and I think so. two sort of things I want to say. One is I often and almost every single interview I've done, you know, during Plastic Free July, we talk about conscious consumerism. So the fact that you guys have been able to get the refill station into a place like Coles, where is, you know, that's your everyday public, that's your everyday consumer, whether they're environmentally conscious or not, that is essentially the majority of the general public. They're going to the supermarket. And the fact that you are able to be there and have partnered with Coles and have been able to get those refill stations in, that is so important to me. That is what I want to talk about because the, the reality is not everybody cares. Not everybody is going to go out of their way to make the right decisions. But if we put it in front of them mm. and we hey look at me <laughs> this is an awesome simple thing it requires little effort it might even save you some money i think we can make some real change and impact and it takes a brand like you guys to to make that happen so number one congratulations on that please Thanks. keep doing it <laughs> please keep pushing and getting them into as many supermarkets as possible yeah. um and the second thing is i love what you just said which is you're evolving like that is success to me. That is what we need in any kind of business. It's the evolution of the growth and the openness to improve. Yeah. I lost you for a minute. <laughs>
Mm-mm-mm. I've lost, I lost Bridget. <laughs> I need to get her back on. Hold on. Let's do this. Let's invite Bridget back in. Let's go. We lost her and it was such an important topic, but I'm super excited about this chat. Um, oh, there you are. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, okay. I, I think I last left with you on saying, uh, yeah, congratulations and make more refill stations happen. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, well, basically the only other thing I wanted to say was um, the point you made about evolving and watching this space. I'm so glad you said that because that is what it takes to be successful as a sustainable brand. It means we never stop. It means we're constantly evolving, listening to our consumers, taking on feedback, improving, you know, researching new materials and new options. So that's wonderful. And I'm so excited to hear that you guys are doing that. Um, if you want to share what you're working on, please don't be shy. <laughs> um, but if you're not allowed, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think all I can suggest, it involves reducing plastic altogether. So I think that's definitely the space where we're really looking to innovate. So I think refill stations are an awesome model, um, but it does require multiple things. So uh, yes. yeah, yeah, taking out plastic. Um, one other thing I wanted to build on, so you mentioned the, the conscious consumer, and I think that's really important because I'd say one in three people now in Australia really actively want to do the right thing. Um, so if we think about supermarkets where uh, solutions don't yet exist, uh, we're missing out on the market where people want these solutions. Um, and we've even seen sales that when we pick the right stores where these people are living and all the rest, um, we sort of twice the amount of sales that we have. So uh, there's really the business case for it to, to continue to grow uh, model like this. Yeah, that's amazing. And I think that that's what it is, right? Figuring out a demographically who wants it so let's give it to them and then for those that aren't sure about it or aren't interested in it or that's not their forefront like the front of mind then how can we support the community how can we educate how can we inspire and how can we be a platform for education and inspiration to actually make that change happen so i mean that's why we're having these conversations that's why i'm interviewing brands like you so that we can get the word out there in any which way possible basically you know that's the goal yeah um so tell me tell me um what is the biggest learning from a personal level as well because you're an individual you're part of a team from a personal yeah. level and also a brand level what is sort of like the biggest learning that you guys have experienced during the last few years especially with covid and people's Mindset. Yeah, um, I would say, so from a business perspective, um, it just, that the market is out there. So I feel like being a sustainable brand, it's, you've got to do new things that you haven't done before. So sometimes it can be quite hard work to, to innovate and to sort of stay ahead of the game. Um, but yep. what we I'm, yeah, exactly. You, you know, too. Uh, but every time we do it and we manage to get there, uh, we've got people there waiting for those uh, products and those solutions. So um, I think the advice would be uh, just to not give up, um, keep working hard, and you'll keep realizing the reward at the end of the day where uh, consumers are there waiting for products and their needs. Uh, but we kind of need to sort of help think of them first and create them uh, before they even know they need them. Yeah. 
That's beautifully said. And it's so true. I think as a business owner, anyone who has a startup or a brand or a product, like when in doubt, just keep going. <laughs> I think that's the simplest way to do it. It's like, it, at the end of the day, you have a mission, you have your values. It's for the greater good. There's a reason you get up every morning and work on this brand, on this product. And you know, it's to create a better experience for the world around you to make healthier choices available more sustainable choices so yeah when it even in the toughest times when you think it's not worth it it is because you're you're making such an impact um yeah. what about on a personal level like how have you experienced yes. making more sustainable like choices in your own life like how, how has that journey been for you yeah um i i guess probably is a similar ethos that I take to work that I have personally. Um, I think it's just always about sort of starting small. I think I'm very conscious of sort of the plastic waste crisis and climate change. And I kind of want to make sure that I do my bit. And I do that with, I guess, the work that I do, but also yeah, in every day, I think it's about making those small decisions, which can amount to something big. Um, so as an example, there's just so many categories, like so we've got our coffee cups, our water bottles, our dish liquid, our laundry liquid, everything can be single use today. Um, and even if we just start with one of those, feed our coffee cup or our water bottle, and then maybe take it to our dish liquid or our laundry liquid, um, that can amount to sort of 30, 40, 50 bottles over a year. Um, and if I, yeah, if 15% is getting recycled, um, yeah, you can really reduce that number by only using one um, quite significantly. So I just feel like small amounts to having a big impact. Yeah, I mean, I can't say it better myself. It's it's the message we keep repeating again and again and again in, in almost every interview we've had. It's just do one thing, try one thing, start in one place, you know, become an expert in that area, you know, and, and that's why I created my um, no cup, no coffee challenge, which is yeah, if you have a reasonable cup, <laughs> no coffee. So I ask you, would you like to join us in this challenge? Will you accept it? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm fully on board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's been such a journey, like for, for the reusable cup world, for example, and cafes, not accepting them or consumers feeling fearful of using them because of the news when in actuality there's no law that says you can't use a reusable cup during COVID like there's actually no real law that says you can't do it um, and there's so many wonderful solutions out there so I mean for you personally have you experienced any complications like does your local cafe let you use yours? Uh, yeah, I, I'm actually surprised to hear it's not a law because I kind of thought it was after now I've been to maybe three or four cafes in my local area during COVID and um, yeah, I always bring my cup because <laughs> I'm a big advocate for it and I, I still try because I kind of thought maybe some, some cafe owners would let me, <laughs> but all of them have um, put me, like pushed me away. Yeah. Or just said yeah. I need a single use coffee cup. Um, and I guess I appreciate with COVID it is really sensitive and we, it, we're kind of dealing with a lot of uncertainty at the moment. Uh, so I just really hope that long-term everyone would revert back to allowing you to use your reusable cup because yeah. it's just the way forward. That's what everybody wants to use. And we want to pay for the coffee, not the cup, you know? That's right. And yeah. I think it, it sparks that sort of conversation of exactly like you said, you also thought it was a law, but the truth is it's not. Yeah. Nowhere, anywhere in Australia is it, legally binding or a legal law that you have to stop using them 
during COVID or lockdown or in general. So it's, it's a, it's some kind of an excuse now. It's become an excuse to essentially be lazy. And I think um, what we can do as consumers, what you can do as someone who goes to a cafe every day is have a conversation and not be scared to tell the barista, hey, um, if I pop my cup on the bench, can you just pour the coffee in? Like just free pour it. You know, you don't have to touch my cup. I don't need to yeah. touch you. <laughs> you know, like there's so many wonderful solutions out there. And I think if, it, if we can be the catalyst to change and inspiration by having a voice and using it, I think we can, you know, achieve a lot. Just like, you know, like you said, it's just one small thing. You never know what impact it can have. So yeah, yeah it's super interesting to hear that as well. But I'll definitely local uh, and tell them otherwise this time. <laughs> yeah, me. We will. They, I think it might even come down to awareness, be like awareness overall. Maybe that they don't know that it's not necessarily a law, but you would just maybe assume that it is. So yeah, I think everyone should challenge that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so I guess the sort of last thing I want to want to touch on before we sort of close off is. If you can leave us with a message, tell us a little bit more about the brand, inspire us a little bit of, you know, how, how consumers can get access to you. If they have questions, where can they go to ask them about EcoStore? Um, tell us a little bit more about the products themselves and maybe their, their ingredients and just like a, a little bit of background and then, and then where we can find you as well. Yeah, sure. Uh, so just to rehash, I guess, EcoStore, we're a sustainable home and body care business. So we play in about sort of eight categories in Australia. So we've got an oral care business, laundry, dish, baby. Uh, I'm not going to remember them all. <laughs> uh, but we play in a lot. You can probably find something for your everyday needs. Um, and we are sustainable in the sense that we try and use the, the best packaging that we can. So a combination of recycled and sugar plastic. Uh, we've also got three refill stations in Australia, so one in Melbourne at Coles Fitzroy, uh, one in Sydney at Coles Chatswood, and another one in Sydney at North Rocks, uh, Flora and Fauna. And uh, we've also got our website, so ecostore.com.au, and that's where you can find all of our products uh, online. And um, as well, we've got our Instagram account, so ecostore. Uh, AU, so you can follow us after this. Um, and then I guess just something I want to leave you all with, I think at the moment we've got a discount on all of our bulk products if you wanted to try refill, refilling at home. Uh, but also I'd love to leave a code just for anyone who's listening to this. So Plastic Free July 20. Uh, so you can just pop that in before you check out. You can only use it on products and art already discounted, but there's still quite a few on there. Uh, so I'd encourage you to use that any time over July. So it expires uh, at the beginning of August. So yeah, I would love for you to follow us. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us over Instagram. Uh, and you can find more details about us on our website. Thank you so much, Bridget. That's so generous as well. What an amazing discount. Um, honestly, guys, if you haven't stalked EcoStore before, jump on their socials. It is one of my favorite brands. Like I said, I fell in love with you guys way before I met the team in New Zealand, but it, it just revolutionized the way you clean at home. And I think it's so important to keep educating ourselves, learning more, trying new things. So if you can get to a refill station, go do it. <laughs> Especially the one in Sydney with flora and fauna. It is beautiful. It is absolutely such a divine location. Um, so much fun in there too. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me this morning. I'll leave all those details for everyone in the IGTV. So if you missed this conversation, you can come back and watch anytime. Thank you so much, Bridget.
worries. Thanks, Rebecca. Nice to Thanks meet you. Nice to meet you. We'll talk really soon. Bye.
Hi everybody, it is Rebecca Vexler here, the founder of Soul Cups, and we are well on our way into the month of plastic free.